It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, July 1st, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Usually this spot is reserved for 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting Steve Wiltfong. He is in Los Angeles at the Elite 11 hanging out with Quinn Ewers. You can see that interview right here on the page. So what did we do? We had to bust into the salary cap, go up a salary level, and bring in our own Bill Curlick. Bill, how goes it? Goes well, but uh, up a salary level? Oh, Bill, you don't need to entertain us with your beach house stories and minor ownership in the Cleveland professional football team. The aforementioned Quinn Ewers and Steve Wolfong, for that matter, they are out in Los Angeles, like we said, for the Elite 11. There is an interview on the page right now. Steve was there to greet Quinn. We have an exclusive interview for you. Quinn, as always, looked impressive. We even had some fans out there. And if you check the front row, there's plenty of information. There's many stories on the front page. Bill, how many guys do we have there, do you think? At least an even half dozen, I know for sure. And, you know, we have the best national recruiting team, bar none. You know, our guys are just tremendous. We've got Wilt Fong, Brandon Huffman is out there, Greg Biggins, who Brandon Huffman and Greg Biggins are, uh, they're old guys like me. They, you know, have been around for a long time. And, and Blair Angulo from out in the Midlands and Alan True from the Midwest. We've got uh, Andrew Ivins from Florida. That is a tremendous team out there covering the Elite 11 and the uh, uh, the opening. So it, it'll be fantastic coverage. Bill knows of what he speaks. It's always nice to have an Elite 11 and have a generational quarterback and the apple of everybody's eye be a Buckeye. So that will be fun. We also mentioned that Brandon Huffman is out there. You know that name because he is our West Coast specialist on someone named JT Tuomalo. I am legally obligated to ask you, what is the latest on JT Tuomalo? It's time. You know, it's it's the time period that uh, I think it was on Monday or, or maybe Tuesday morning. Uh, but um, I, I was asked about that uh, on the front row, and I said that um, – the earliest I expected uh, anything to happen would be on Wednesday, and I tended to doubt that would happen. But we were really looking at the timetable of uh, the first through the fourth, and you know we are now in that timetable, and I do look for something to happen in that timetable. And and um, I, I know Brandon is completely on top of it, and and that's uh, the one guy that uh jt talks to the one and only guy and um you know we're gonna have it i'm gonna give away a little story from dave biddle's podcast yesterday but brandon huffman was alerted to jt tumalo by a father on jt's high school team after taking a few snaps as a freshman 
The father's name was G. Scott. He called Brendan Huffman during the game. You can hear that anecdote on what was a fabulous podcast Dave did with G yesterday. Let's talk about other fantastic news. What would a day be at Ohio State without a commitment from a guy from Texas? This one, Terrence Brooks, a defensive back, transferring to Little Elm in Texas. He visited Alabama after his Ohio State visit. And his verdict, the Buckeyes. We weren't totally sure Ohio State would add another corner to the class. What's your vibe on the addition of Brooks and how Ohio State closed the deal? Well, his, uh, by the way, his transfer is now completed. It just got completed. He, uh, as you mentioned, was um, at John Paul High School, and, and now he is at Little Elm. Uh, that is where um, Ohio State defensive back Ryan Watts is from. Uh, that just got completed um, the, yesterday, actually. It became official, I guess you'd say. Uh, so he is now at Little Elm, and, and he is a great prospect. And in the things that I wrote about, and I purposely said defensive back, not cornerback, because he's been recruited as a defensive back. You know, I, I think he will likely get his you know, start at least at corner. But the kid is such a good football player. He can play uh, the inside corner. He could play the outside corner. He can uh, play safety. He's a nickel guy. He can do it all. And that's what they've recruited him as, a a defensive back that can play really just about anywhere in the secondary. And, you know, in the end, it, it became Ohio State over Texas and Alabama. And that's a recruiting win for Ohio State over uh, two schools that Ohio State fans love to beat, Alabama and Texas. And, and they've certainly had a lot of success going down to Texas and winning those battles over the Longhorns. But um, to, to win one over Alabama like that is, is just great for Ohio State and the fan base. One cool thing, they are continually getting players whose parents played in the NFL and sometimes played that same position. I take Dallin Hayden as an example. Terrence Brooks' father, Chet Brooks, played for the 49ers. If you look at his Twitter account, he considered himself the defensive back whisperer. So you're getting an educated vibe from these guys, and they're sending their sons to continue the family legacy. Very, very impressive. Another guy from Texas, Cam Dewberry. If you read his comments after his visit to Ohio State recently, it sounded like he wanted to commit in Ryan Day's office. Yeah, now that's that's an interesting one in that um, you know Texas A and M um, really wants Cam Dewberry. Uh, you know, he's a guy that they have on their board that that um, is a top of the board type guy, and they really want him. Um, I don't think there's any question right now that. Um, Ohio State, you know, that, like the feature I do sometimes, if I had to predict right now, where would I predict? Cam Dewberry, I would predict without question to Ohio State. Um, the thing is, though, is that he's also one of those guys that, um, you know, you hope if you get him committed, you know, he shuts it all down. But from the Texas A&M standpoint, they're not going to shut it down. They're going to try to talk to him. If he does commit to Ohio State in the near future, they're going to try to continue to talk to him and they're going to continue to recruit him. Um, They're not going to give up on that one. So, um, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Cam has mentioned that, um, 
He's thinking he will uh, perhaps continue with the recruiting process, but you know, it's a kind of a thing where high state's only taking three offensive linemen in this class, maybe four. If so, if a great one at the end, uh, all of a sudden wants to go to Ohio state, but they've already got one. So that only leaves as things stand right now, two spots. Um, so Cam may feel like I need to jump on that spot and take it right now, but even so, you know, just keep in mind, Texas A&M is not going to give up easy on that one. We'll take a quick break. Come back. We have more good news. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back. No, it's not Texas. It's nearby Oklahoma and it is defensive lineman Chris McClellan. There have been some crystal balls flowing that way. He loved his visit to Ohio State. I still can't believe Oklahoma is going to let a guy like this get out of the state. Give us your latest vibes on Chris McClellan. Well, I talked to Chris uh, right after he completed his official, shortly after he completed his official visit to Ohio State. And, and you know, if you read that article that I posted, it was pretty obvious that uh, he, you know, had Ohio State at the top of his list. Um, Ohio State was up there, and it it's, might be another – seems like another situation or it isn't our situation where, again, you know, uh, Ohio State is in such a great position recruiting-wise with so many prospects that are interested in Ohio State that you can't necessarily wait and, and continue to take visits. And I think in Chris's case, yeah, he's pretty much sold on Ohio State enough that he doesn't need to wait. And I think it's a little bit different than um, with Cam Dewberry. I don't think there's anybody out there that could really sway uh, Chris McClellan away from Ohio State uh, if and when he makes a commitment to the Buckeyes, which I, you know, got a crystal ball to Ohio State. So I think he is obviously uh, going to eventually do that. Um, but again, I, I think that uh, he's not one that, that I would be as concerned with um getting swayed by another school i think um you know he, he's got such a uh, good feeling for ohio state larry johnson and being developed and everything he saw in the official visit this past weekend uh, that 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 ohio state is in a great position there and i've warned people about this before but Dwayne has labeled mcclellan a naked jaunt prospect so if you live in the columbus area and you hear good news about the Buckeyes, close all your blinds, shut off all your electronics for about 20 minutes. Yeah, a lot of people have him penciled in just as strictly a defensive tackle, and that's not – he's not strictly a defensive tackle. Again, they've recruited him and recruited him as a defensive tackle, defensive end, a guy that can move around and play defensive – you know, the different defensive spots. He could be in the rush man package and all that. Um, he's not strictly a defensive tackle. He, he's uh, a lot like Terrence Brooks. He's got a lot of versatility and a lot of talent. The only difference is Chris McCullen is 295 pounds, so that versatility comes with quite a thump. 
All right, Bill. Brian Hartline is apparently dead set on getting Kojo Antwi into the class. Most people have thought for a while it's an uphill battle. The key I was looking for was when Kojo took his visit, what Ohio State would do with Landon Sampson after that. They obviously didn't offer him. He's now committed to South Carolina. Does that mean things got better for Kojo Antwi? And this would be an incredible pull if Hartline pulls it off. First, I want to go back a little bit. Um, you had mentioned that he's a guy that Brian Hartline has wanted and um, uh, had his sights set on and all. And at one point, you know, Kojo had Ohio State. He had told me Ohio State was at the top of his list. And um, uh, then Texas A&M got involved in everything uh, as a top school for him and it, it maybe didn't look quite as good um and then it, it, Antwi came out and he had uh, a top schools list that didn't even include ohio state that he uh, had mentioned and ohio state was shocked about that and as they do and as they are so good at doing they jumped on that right away and, and got in contact with kojo and you know made sure that hey we are a top school on your list. And sure enough, Ohio State again became a top school on your list. So it's like the old saying, Woody Hayes, you know, uh, break down any resistance they might have with your persistence when it comes to recruiting. And Ohio State jumped all over it. They were very persistent and they made sure right away that they were still a top school and were going to get a visit. And lo and behold, they got a visit. And it was a visit that went very, very well. Um, uh, I, at one point, you know, early on, I crystal balled him to Ohio State with not a high confidence, level five. And, and I really haven't changed that. And it's not that I know or feel strongly that he's going to be a Buckeye. It's just that um, I think it's still a very real possibility. To be honest, nobody knows where Kojo Antwit is going right now, except for Kojo and maybe family members. Um, you know, Rusty Manziel is as good as it gets in the state of Georgia, and I think he would be the first to tell you that even he is not certain where Kojo is going. And, you know, July 5th is the day he announces, and we'll see where he's going. But Ohio State is still a player, absolutely, in this recruitment. Yeah, that's an important mention you made right there, Bill. Rusty Manziel at the Georgia site. He is one of the more connected guys in this business overall. And if he doesn't know, credit to the Antwi group for keeping that under the vest. All right, Bill, you've got a new feature coming up. We're going to tease that as we finish things off here. You know, High State, is, they hosted 44 prospects on official visits in the month of June. You know, some of those prospects have committed to Ohio State. Uh, some of them have committed elsewhere. Some of them are still out there uh, trying to decide what to do. Some will decide sooner rather than later. Um, Kojo Antwi, as an example. Uh, some will wait until the fall before they decide, uh, or, or maybe even a little bit later than that. High State actually um, uh, has guys coming in um, in September for official visits, but what I'm going to do is go back and look at weekend by weekend the guys that made official visits to Ohio State and kind of their current status. Have they committed somewhere? Have they committed? Um, uh, you know, are they going to commit soon? Who are they still considering? Who they visited? Just kind of take a look at each prospect um, that visited Ohio State. And I'll, I'll start today, later today, 
by looking at the June 4th official visitors for Ohio State and kind of the status report of what's going on with those guys at this point. No one can educate you better than the dean. Like we said, there is tremendous content on the site right now. Quinn Ewer's interview. Look for a Terrence Brooks commitment evaluation from Mark Porter. He got into the film room. You're going to want to see that. And you know what? We just feel like it's going to be a good weekend for commitment watches. Keep an eye out. Have a good one, Bucknutters. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.